settle down in your armchair. Blandy's back for the Whistleblowers podcast with Brendan Bowers. It's 100% the sport you love. And welcome to the Whistleblowers podcast. It is our weekly podcast on all things sport where we chat about what's been happening with Aussie sports people and teams overseas while catching up on our national and local sports. And each week we feature a local sports person or administrator as we like to get the shovel out, dig a little deeper into what they've been up to or what is happening in sport locally. And we'll also preview what's happening in sports in the week ahead. Brendan Bowers from FC Sports Media. How the heck are you? I'm very well. Blandy and yourself? I'm not too bad. Uh, I thought you might be uh, a little upset today. Tottenham, uh, well, they're, they're <laughs> bowing out of even the top four now, eh? What's happened to Ange? Uh, they're not out of it by much, mate. Oh, well, still, out's out, there's isn't still it? Games, there's still games to play. There is. But, gee, they've, uh, they've just sunk a little bit, haven't they? The old Spurs. No, let's just not get ahead of ourselves okay. there, Mr. Bland. <laughs> okay, then. Oh, I just thought I'd start off with a little bit. Thanks. Of the... I see how it's going to be for the rest of the podcast. Oh, it? no, not at all. Not at all. So um, what's new in the world of sport, mate? Well, let's start with Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, yes, the Aussie, of course. Uh, yeah. and he's been out for some time. <laughs> Hasn't played many games over the last few no. years, has he? No. Well, he played his first NBA game for almost three months for the Brooklyn Nets on Tuesday. They lost too, didn't they? Yeah, they, they went did. down to Golden State, didn't they? They did. Yeah, they did. But, but before that, they beat Utah, mm-hmm. which is his first game back. He checked in midway through the first quarter, immediately set up a three in transition, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, he's yet to play for Australia in a major tournament, but uh, Andrew Gaze believes he's a linchpin to the Paris Olympics. So let's just watch this space and see. He's going to be playing for us? Well, he was last time, but uh. again, this back injury or... What's wrong with him? I mean, how tall is he? He's tall enough. I, yeah. I, I think, He's too tall. We need I to cut him down to size. Uh, there's some uh, mental issues with uh, oh, okay. Ben, so he has okay. a bit of trouble in that regard. So I think he okay. has been injured, but yeah. I also think there's um, you know, he needs to get his head right. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, let's hope so, because you've got talent like that. You want to see them out doing what they do. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. And t- speaking about Australian talent... Mm. Uh, the Formula One season's about to start, and McLaren's boss, Zach Brown, has declared he has the drivers to match Red Bull. Uh, so uh, let's see how Oscar goes this year. He reflected on Piastri's uh, debut season, and he had performed beyond expectations. Mm. So they have got the car, apparently, which is going to rival Red Bull. Okay, and a bit of a shake-up, too, in Formula One, is there not? There is, but once again, like all the football codes, when you sign a contract for the year after, yes, uh, Lewis Hamilton is off to Ferrari. Yes, trying to win his, what, fourth title? No. Fourth? No, sorry, um, no. Uh, he hasn't won for four years. <laughs> is that right? He hasn't yes. won a race for a couple. Yes, I think he's eight. I think he's... Um, he's not far behind Schumacher anyway. I think, no, he's ahead of Schumacher. I think he's the mm. most winningest... Winningest? That's not a word. Winningest. Winningest Grand Prix oh, I'm not sure that's winner. a word. Oh, well, it is today, and that's what we're going with. (laughs) Okay. I thought he was one behind uh, Michael Schumacher. But anyway, we'll do our research. Uh, We should point out that not everything in this podcast is actually (laughs) factual-based, Brendan. Is that right? No, there's lots of opinions and lots of inaccuracies, (laughs) but it's all about the passion of sport, Blandy. It is indeed. Well covered, well covered. Uh, So uh, from Formula One to uh, cricket, the, uh, the Aussies, too good for the West Indies. Uh, interesting because the Windy, certainly in the last game at the SCG, uh, came out, looked like they had us in trouble. And it was only Sean Abbott uh, and that uh, innings of his, which sort of gave us a respectable total and it was enough to win. 
Yeah, it was. And look, you know, we've won the first two games and we've won quite comfortably. Uh, the third game is currently underway as we're recording this mm, podcast. Mm. Uh, West Indies are in debate. They're one for 34 at the moment. But um, I must admit, I love cricket. But You're not I'm, interested. I'm not that interested. You're not interested, no. Well, not nobody is. They're not turning up to the games. I think they had about 16,000 at the MCG for game one. There wasn't that many more at the SCG. It wasn't televised on Channel 7. No. Uh, so you had to have KO to even look at it. I'm not sure how many people watch it there. Oh, look, I think there's a bit of cr- cricket fatigue, to be honest. Mm. Uh, yeah, we've had a full summer. I think as people... Uh, the cricket seasons and all sports seasons are going longer and longer. And I think people are just starting to feel a little bit fatigued. Yeah. I was talking to uh, Stevie Malk from TV Black Box in the uh, the Big Breakfast weekday six to nine here at Triple M. Uh, <laughs> why not throw a plug in if I Absolutely. can? Absolutely. He doesn't have a website. And a he great does. Business TVblackbox.com.au. But that aside, we talked about the fact that it wasn't televised on free to air. He said that, you know, the appeal of the 50 over format now is probably not there like it was in the old days. Remember, you'd, mm-hmm. uh, but it was more in the middle of summer that we it were was. playing these games anyway, not particularly at this time of the year. You'd pack out the stadiums in Australia for a one-day game, yeah. wouldn't you? The Tri-Series, they used to have yeah. two teams come over, and yeah. it was great. The yeah. Benson and Hedges. The Benson and Hedges World Series Cup. Uh, not that we can say that anymore in this well, politically correct day. We, we can say it. It was what it was. They just can't sponsor it now. But uh, yeah, um, it doesn't have the appeal. T20s have come in. We've got the tests, which are still holding appeal. They are. Uh, so as Mulkey suggests, it's either slow or or, or really fast. <laughs> there's, there's nothing in between anymore, which is interesting. <laughs> no, that's a fair comment. And I mm. think it just doesn't relate to cricket. I think it relates to a lot of different parts of our lives. Probably right there, but gee, we're getting deep there. We are. Yes. Let's, let's uh, getting philosophical. So just cross my legs here. Um, <laughs> now, um, we blooded a few new players. Uh, Fraser McGurk came into the side, lasted a few balls, hit a quick fire 10, and then he was gone. Oh, he's got some skill, but I he think does. I think there's some potential there. Hardy. Now, uh, I've ne- never heard of Hardy. Neither had I, to be honest. No. And there he is. He's bowling, he's batting, he's making runs. It's just like <laughs> I should have known who he is all along. Yeah, look, and again, I think that's part of the um, the lack of shine or luster on the cricket. You have your test team, you have your T20 team, you have your one-day team. Mm. I mean, there's enough room for specialists in, in different forms, but is it diluting the product again? Yeah, I don't Who know. Who do you support? I don't know. I support the Aussies, but yeah. Um, what's happening with England and uh, India too? That's interesting. I haven't, haven't had a look. Haven't you? Brendan, no. you're normally the one I know educating I am. me I look, on all I've this. been a bit busy well, this week. In, India have uh, drawn the series, won all. Well, they'd still be disappointed after that that shock win by England. Yeah, in the first test. Uh, so, yeah, I think they'll go into, uh, all locked up at the moment anyway, going into the uh, the third test. Now, um, Matt Hauser, tell me what's <laughs> been going on with uh, our very own Matt House. When I say our very own, the Fraser Coast's very own triathlete. Our, and Olympian. And Olympian, yes. Uh, who He's based down the Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. And um, at the moment, he was invited in to the AFL world and the Gold Coast Suns with mm-hmm. their new coach. How do you think that new coach is going to go this year? Damien Hartwick. He's yeah. got the runs on the board. I think he'll get the best out of the players. Uh, they've got a good list. I they think do. they're on the improve. I was surprised last year that uh, they, they didn't get to finals. I think they will this year. No, I, I do too. Mm. But Damien Hardwick, as you said, great coach, and he'll bring a lot of experience and knowledge. But uh, Matt got in with a um, 
hook, line, and sinker with an old triathlete joke. Go on. Well, Damien was asked him, you know, in front of all the group, they were all there talking and listening to Matt, you know, for some words of wisdom. Mm. And what's your strongest leg? Hardwick mm. asks. And of course, Hauser replied, my right. Right. To which there was, well, I thought there was laughter throughout the group or everyone just looked around going, what? No, I don't get much it. laughter, mainly based <laughs> at the coach. And Hardwick put his hand up and said, yes, I walked into that one. <laughs> All good experience for Matt to, to see how they operate anyway. And it's that. always good that sports cross-pollinate and get ideas yeah. and learn. You can learn something from everyone. Absolutely. And look, we're only a few weeks away, truth be known, from the opening of uh, the codes. I think the AFL coming back um, a little earlier, they're normally a couple of weeks behind the NRL, but the NRL will be kicking off, will it not? Uh, of yeah. course, and they're heading over to uh, to Vegas. Well, later this month, the trials start. There's only two mm. weeks to footy starts. Holy uh, rugby heck. league trials. Holy heck. Be nice and warm. My team, the wonderful Newcastle Knights. Are they going to go places this year? Well, they're going overseas to start the season. Yeah. They're having a trial in uh, Fiji. Fiji. Wow. Okay, why? Spread the game, spread the word. Okay. It'd be hot over there too, wouldn't it? It would be, but no, they can dose up on a bit of carver. They'll be right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good luck even getting the uh, the shorts on after the old carver. All that strong <laughs> stuff. Now, speaking of Vegas, of course, the 58th NFL Super Bowl uh, is taking place this coming uh, Monday, February the 11th. We've got the Kansas City Chiefs up against the San Francisco 49ers. Now, look, I'm not a huge NFL fan. I don't know a lot about the game enough to be able to to comment on it. Uh, it's very stop-start to me, and I haven't quite got my head around it. That's my problem, obviously. Oh, well, it is an issue, another one of your many issues. <laughs> yeah, thank you. But this is a massive event, especially in America. Oh, look, to be honest, it is – I think it's bigger than the Olympics now, to be honest. As a, as a watched spectacle, over 100 million people will tune in mm. across the world. They understand the game. Well, probably 1% of the people – Tune in, understand the game. Is that right? The rest well, just there for the halftime entertainment. Even the Americans, a lot of them, a lot of them tune in for the halftime entertainment or the ads because mm. all the companies spend money for their ads. Well, money? You're talking about a lifetime supply for you and I <laughs> for a thirty second commercial. Absolutely, but it should be a great game of football this year. Who's going to uh, win? Look, I'm torn. I, I like San Francisco more than Kansas City, mm. but Patrick Mahomes is a freak. Mm. He's a dead set freak and, you know, people write him off during the middle of the season and as when it came to the pointy end, he um, just stood up again with now, Mr. Swift. For those people who don't know Patrick Mahone is, who never watched the game, what does he do? He's their quarterback. Mm -hmm. uh, he sets the play up. It's his sixth year in the league and mm -hmm. this is his fourth Super Bowl. Wow. The Kansas City have been in the last four. Wow, that's fantastic. He's a Tom Brady of Kansas City, yeah. Well, he's actually matching Tom Brady. They're actually comparing him and uh, his his trajectory and the amount of wins and victories. He's on a similar pace to the GOAT, as they say, Mr. Tom Brady. Recently in Australia, you know, getting the corporate money as well now mm -hmm. that he's retired. so Yes, and of course, uh, Taylor Swift will be there influencing the upcoming election, apparently, uh, by saying, don't vote for Trump. <laughs> So, <laughs> as I said to you last week, I'd look, you know, is it good for the game? I think if any sport can attract new audiences, mm. and that's what Taylor Swift is certainly yeah. doing just by her mere army of millions of Swifties. Yep. It can only be good. Are you a Swiftie, Brenda? No, not really. But I. You could be swayed. 
I I do admire her ability yeah. to make the dollars and incredible I'm, talent. I must admit, many years ago, my daughter went to a Taylor Swift concert and she was only a young teenage yep. girl at the time. And mm-hmm. I sat outside the auditorium like all good dads waiting. Yes, yes. And uh, the event organizers allowed parents to go in. Really? For one song and have a look. And let me tell you, I was very impressed. Well, that's why she's packing out stadiums throughout the very planet. Impressed. And people are, uh, you know, giving up vital organs to be able to go and see uh, Taylor Swift, and she's only in uh, Melbourne and Sydney. Anyway, we do digress, my friend. Uh, let's move on to uh, to local sport, of course. What happened in the cricket last week? Well, uh, one result is still pending, so I can't tell you what happened there. But Grammar's Tanana posted nine for 148, which was not a good ch- when they were chasing down Cavaliers back. Mm-hmm. Seven for 196. No, not good enough, is it? No, and then there was a forfeit in the other game. Ozrocks forfeited to Cavaliers' goal. Oh, that's a shame. What happened there? Don't know. Hmm. Don't know. I think, you know, again, as we keep saying, sport is changing and hmm. the demand people have for other things in their lives, it's sort of suffering a bit. Hmm. But congratulations to Hayden Kington, 49 for Cavs Black, and Paul Sanders, 56 not out for Grammar's Tanana. Good on you, Hayden. Certainly a uh, step up from his old man. <laughs> not sure he's as good as his sister, though, Brooke. No, I think Brooke is going to join the, the – we have a glut of – Mm. of great female cricketers, yep. starting with Beth Mooney, mm-hmm. all coming out of Bundaberg and the Fraser Coast, which is fantastic to see. It certainly is. Uh, you know, I've got to be honest with you, I, I like watching the women's cricket. I, I think so it, do I. It, it's quality all the way. Yes, you've got Grace. Uh, Grace, oh, I've gone blank. No, he's got. He's drawn a mental blank. I yeah, do. Don't I expect me see. to bail you out. <laughs> all right. There's a few. We'll There's let a it few go. coming we'll through. let it go. There's that Grace girl he can't remember. Uh, now, uh, Speedway, Sprint Cars. Yes, the big the big event was on on the weekend with the sprint cars turning up. Congratulations to Carl Hoffmans, who won the Pro Car Sprint Cars feature. And in the other sprint car feature, it was Joy Corbett who took up the win. And in the Lightning Sprint's Queensland title, it was Kurt Wilson first past the chequered flag. Okay, I love that speedway. I mean, I haven't really been maybe once many years ago, but I love the fact it's there that we've got draw card uh, events that bring people here, and it's great for the region. It is a great experience to go, and mm-hmm. if you get the chance, go out and spend some time there. The vol- they're a volunteer committee, and Paul Swindells and his group do an amazing job, and they continue to bring top-class events to yeah. the region. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, rugby, mate, big results in the local Spring <laughs> Cup rugby comp with the Wave Falcon sneaking past the Mariners just getting over the top there. Yeah, just it was close, 136 to nil. Say that again. 136 to to zero. That is absolutely, oh, I was going to do, oh no, I've lost it. I'm sorry. It was, I had this teed up. That is unbelievable, man. Yeah, we, got, we got there at <laughs> the end. It wasn't worth it. It was close <laughs> before the kickoff. Yeah. Uh, oh boy. What do you do? Um, you know, when the Mariners, I mean, what do they do? I don't know. A couple of years ago, they were winning. They were undefeated mm. for a few years and now it just goes to show the cycles, sporting cycles. Yeah. Pythons rolled turtles 61 to nil. Goodness gracious. And again, there was no match between Gladstone and Wests. Yeah. Here we are, you know, with a sport that's it's, it's struggling, got to be honest. It is. It yeah. is. And, you know, it's not just one sport, uh, all sports. If if all the administrators are up, up front and honest, they're all struggling. Mm. And um, I don't know what the answer is. I, I 
feel sorry and I give credit to the people who are turning up each week, you know, and, and having a go. You're getting done 136-0, but at least you're turning up, you're having a crack. I mean, there could be forfeits left, right and centre and there's no competition happening. No, and you know what? You know, some people play sport just for the camaraderie mm. and uh, the get-together and... Yeah, we wish them well as well. Okay, football season's not that far away. Trials have begun across the region. Yes, they've been going far and wide. I, I know our special guest we're going to speak to shortly was out in Gundawindi or Gundawindi. What do you say? Uh, it's Gundawindi, I think, isn't it? Gundawindi, oh, but spelled be, Gundawindi. It is spelled Gundawindi. Yes, is it Hervey Bay or Harvey Bay? Well, it's Harvey Bay. Is Who, it Wagga Wagga or Wagga Wagga? It's Wagga Wagga. What are you doing, Brendan? <laughs> we know how to pronounce it. I think it's Gundawindi. It is Gundawindi. Yes, yes. Uh, the Gundawindi Grey, of course, Gunsin. Gunsin. Famous racehorse. Gunsin. If anyone's looking for a good podcast, I'm just going to go off task. All right. Besides the whistleblowers. Yeah, you said a good podcast. Well, this yeah. is a great podcast. Yeah. Uh, Mick Malloy's podcast, The Weird and Wonderful World of Sport. Okay. Sports Bazaar. Mm. Fantastic. They've got one on at the moment. They're talking about the fine cotton saga. Ah, wowee. Wasn't that massive? Wasn't that massive? All right. So if you've only got time for one podcast, Owls. certainly go and listen to Mix because he is quality all the way, that man. Uh, I guess we should introduce uh, this week's special guest, should we? We should indeed. And that is Jenna Davis from the KSS uh, Jets. Uh, Jenna, hello. Hello. Welcome Thank you to... for having me. Oh, you're more than welcome. Welcome uh, to our podcast. Yes, the whistleblowers, of course. Now, uh, Jenna, uh, moving into your second year as president of the Jets, what made you want to stand again? Oh, well, I love the club and I just want to see it do the best it can do. And I didn't have anybody running against me, so I didn't really have a choice. Oh, okay. A bit like that was. <laughs> everyone moved forward and everyone stood back. Yes, that's exactly right. Out of my way. Okay, and, and what, do you, what do you think you've learned that from the first year that you can take into the second year? Uh, I think uh, just learning to uh, be understanding of everybody's viewpoints. A lot of people have been around in this club for a lot longer than I have. I've been around for about uh, five years. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there's a lot of knowledge that can come out of that. And if you give people a chance to impart that on you, it's amazing. It works wonders in the club. So I think just listening is one of the things that I've learned as well as, you know, opening it up to, you know, further ideas and, uh, you know, just trying to bring this club up to the next level. Uh, very refreshing to hear. And so how have preparations gone for the start of the year? Oh, preparations are great. We're looking really strong. Uh, we have lost a few players, but hey, that's attrition and that's what happens. But um, we're rebuilding and I think uh, it's going to be a very exciting season ahead. Are you still close to being the biggest football club in the Fraser Coast? That's a good question, Brendan. But uh, what we've decided this year is to pull it back a little bit. Um, it's great to be the biggest, but it's also great to be the best as well. So I think we're Ooh. we're moving forward and deciding to choose uh, quality over quantity. And um, we've limited registrations this year, so we'll see how it goes. Okay, um, forgive my ignorance, but uh, how did you get involved uh, with the uh, with the club, Jenna? Uh, well, when we moved to Harvey Bay from Sydney, mm -hmm. I needed a club for my kids to play in yep. and some friends from school just said, hey, the KSS Jets is who we play for. And I said, okay, great. And that's how I first got involved. I stood back and let my kids play for a year before I dipped my toes in. Okay. And you've played football yourself? Yes, I do. Okay. Hence the coaching role. Well, I, I don't uh, think there's any role that she doesn't fulfill. Is, at the is club. that right? You're Fire. not behind the canteen as well, serving pies, are you, during the game? 
Uh, no, no, that is one thing I don't do because um, I don't work for Football <laughs> Queensland. But um, yes, I do. I coach. I play. I president. Fantastic. You play. You coach. And you president. That's incredible. How do you president? Uh, well, I don't know. I, I think I do a pretty decent job. However, you know, some people may have a differing opinion on that one, but um, I'll just hold my head high and think I do a pretty darn good job. Where do you find the time? I don't know. Many people ask me that, um, you know, going to bed at, you know, 10, 11 o'clock and getting up at five o'clock in the morning, you know, mm. that helps. But um, yeah, you know, it's just it, when you love what you do, it doesn't matter. All right, Jenna, for those who don't realise, there's a bit of an accent there, so I'm going to switch codes here for a moment. Okay. Big, biggest game in the NFL every year is the Super Bowl, which is on this Monday. That is correct. Obviously, your team is not in it. No, no, the Chicago Bears are not in it. Oh. <laughs> They're even worse than my team, and that's saying something. What is your team? <laughs> my team is the mighty New York Jets. Oh, is that right? Okay. But oh. we want a tip, and, and by how many and how? Oh, I couldn't even tell you. I don't even pay attention, but if Taylor Swift taught me anything, you back, uh, is it the 49ers? No, no. <laughs> oh, wow. I love that. Well answered, because I was saying before, I'm not really sure of the game. I, I don't quite understand it, but uh, there you go, coming from. Uh, but yeah. isn't it funny? The cut through is always Taylor Swift. Yes, there you go. That Name again, Taylor Swift. Now, um, numbers this year, uh, Jenna, have you got the full quota? Are you happy with all the, uh, the different divisions? Uh, well, we we would love a few more uh, men for our 23s and men's Premier League team, as well as a few more uh, Premier League women. Uh, but the juniors are looking pretty strong. Um, I think we only have openings left in our uh, really under 12s. Uh, and um, we could use a few more under sixes just because we want to make a third team in uh, that age group. But yeah, we're doing we're doing really well. Well, we wish you all the best for the upcoming season. I'm sure you'll brain it. But uh, thank you for spending some time with Blandy and I. Yeah, appreciate it, Jenna. We, I appreciate it too, and thanks for giving the Jets some airtime. We really appreciate it, boys. And good luck for the year ahead. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. And we'll wrap up the podcast, mate, by having a quick look at what's happening in the week ahead. Yeah, first up, we're going to the game of hockey. Ooh. The Maribara Hockey Association have got the annual Core Cup on this weekend. It's been a historic event in Maribar for many, many years, but over the last few years, it's been a great warm-up and social event and a great way to kick the season off. Gee, uh, so how far away is hockey season? Well, only a couple of weeks, Blandy. Holy heck. <laughs> where, where are the years going, Brendan? All right. What else have we got happening? Well, of course, we have cricket again, round 16, oh, round 17, sorry. I better look at the right page mm. and not what happened last week. But this week, we've got Cavaliers Black up against Bush Rangers Gold. Cavs gold up against Grammar's Tanana and Bush Rangers blue play Ozrocks. Okay, and some rugby as well. Yes, hopefully all games will go ahead. Turtle Brothers play Barbarians, Gladstone play Barbarians, and Pythons play the Mariners, all at the Waves Sports Complex in Bundaberg. Okay, and some softball as well. Yes, we've got softball in Harvey Bay, Bundaberg, and Maryborough again. So plenty of action to get out there and cheer on our local sports people. And just a footnote, too, before we go as to what we were talking about earlier regarding those uh, Formula One titles, mate. Uh, Lewis Hamilton and Michael Schumacher all wrapped up with... Seven titles Seven apiece. titles apiece. So there you go. We we're both wrong. I thought, I thought uh, Schumacher was one ahead, but, uh, gee, he was a great driver, wasn't he? And what a sad uh, demise sad. he has had over a number of years now. Look, you know, yeah, it is very disappointing and very sad for his family and for himself. Mm. 
I was a big Formula One head and I still am. Nigel Mansell was my man mm-hmm. and then Damon Hill and Michael Schumacher was the arch enemy when it came to Damon Hill and Jacques Villeneuve. Yeah. He um, had a winning drive that he would try to win no matter whatever the cost and yeah. it cost him some of the times. Well, you look at though uh, the danger he put himself in and, and what he used to do behind the wheel and then he goes skiing and, and he comes over. off, he's wearing a helmet, hits, hits his head on a rock and, and that's the that's end it. of it really. Yeah. Yeah. Sad, sad. Uh, boy, well, look, we're going to end on that note, unfortunately. We'd like to thank uh, the listeners for uh, for joining us and, of course, to Jenna, our special guest this week uh, in the Whistleblowers podcast. We'll return again next week with another guest as we chat about all things sport. A shout-out each week to an athlete or club that does excellent work for the community that, well, really often goes unrecognised as we share that positivity. Who you got? Well, it's not someone from the community this week, but he is from our community, Greater of Large. We spoke about him earlier, and that is Matt Hauser, Mm -hmm. who is not only promoting the sport of triathlon, but he is always the first to shout from the rooftops about how good Fraser Coast is. Well done to you. And, of course, he has a stand-up comedy show, which uh, plays on the <laughs> Gold Coast, uh, only when he goes out and visits the Suns. Hey, good on you, Brendan, fcsportsmedia.com.au if you'd like to keep up to date with what's happening. We'll chat next week. And remember, it's our sport, our community. Now that you're up to date, don't forget to add us to your favourites to keep it that way. The Whistleblowers Podcast.